Hi, y'all. Welcome to our podcast, All My Friends Are Doctors, where we reveal the scandalous shit of academia, where we talk about things that no one else wants to talk about, and where we share our personal experiences and what we've been through. So don't come for us. <laughs> We're only speaking our truth. We are your hosts, Giovanna and Ruby. So we're back. And by this point, we've already released episode one. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel excited. I feel excited. Um, but we've talked about this, you know. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're really putting ourselves <laughs> out there. We're really putting it out there. We're airing the dirty laundry that no one wants to air out. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with their laundry, but we're airing <laughs> it. And yeah. but we've also gotten a lot of great feedback from friends who are also in academia and people who are not in academia. And for the people who are not in academia, they're like, oh, wow, I had no idea this is what's really going on. Because mm-hmm. they just thought like, it's the academy, you know, we're educators, you know, it's a noble thing. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, no, it's really, it's really crappy. And then they <laughs> like, they they didn't think that, you know, that we had all these politics, like, mm-hmm how real politicians have it or like, you know, judges or lawyers like have to navigate that. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's been eye-opening. And then I think it's also very affirming for people who live this Mm -hmm. and they're like, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we we have talked about it. It definitely feels vulnerable, but Mm -hmm. um, it also feels like it just is something that like needs to be said for like, all the reasons that you mentioned like people really don't know and like you're living like people who are in academia you're living living through it and still kind of feeling like is this really how it should be like you know like I don't know and I remember also like talking about it with my family and and like talking a little bit about like um talking a little bit about what academia is and they're like also shocked they get shocked just like really that's how like and I feel like it's interesting too because like their image of like the prestige the elitism like shatters almost like because it's like you wouldn't expect to be going through those things in academia so but yeah I agree with you in terms of like it is exciting especially to hear like that validation from others of just like this is something that like should be said that needs to be said and then also vulnerable and scary too. Absolutely. It is vulnerable. <laughs> like a lot of people, like it could be people that we know that are listening to this. Like besides mm-hmm. people that we've already like secretly have shared this with, you know, yeah. um, like it could be people that we've come across at conferences or people from our courses that we've taken people from our cohort it could be people that we've taken classes with people that have quote-unquote mentored us formally or informally it could be people that we've come across on social media like I don't know like I don't know where this is reaching like or how like how far and I'm okay with that not knowing (laughs) maybe it's for the better yeah (laughs) I know I'm like it's just me and Giovanna in our virtual room just like talking it out like how we always talk it out like catching mm-hmm. up with one another and so that's just kind of like how I go into these conversations <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's like moments where I do recognize I'm like oh shit like this is like 
this is an episode. And I, I've had mm-hmm. those moments in the re- episodes that we had recorded where I do hold back because I'm like, I'm not there yet to like share that part mm-hmm. of my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's more than fair because, yeah, it is scary. And I, and I mean, I think what we've talked a lot about what we talked about is difficult, like has been like difficult experiences that we've navigated that like leave an impact and are traumatic. So like we can laugh at them like a little bit now, but like there's some still that are too too raw and too like real. Yeah. Yeah. But I was telling my partner and I was like, you know what? The reason why I'm doing this, and maybe you can share yours if you want, Giovanna, but the reason why I'm doing this is because I hope that it serves I hope it helps somebody else out there who's in the academy, who's also being marginalized, who's also being pushed pushed aside by the system. Um, and doesn't feel alone anymore by listening to these episodes where they don't feel like where they're not going to be gaslighted by listening to these episodes and they feel validated and heard and seen by listening to these episodes because honestly I felt so alone in the first few probably like first three years that's a long time to feel alone (laughs) Mm -hmm. in in graduate school and I just felt like yeah I didn't really have anybody like I, I did the best that I could with like reaching out to people, you know, that was probably like when our friendship was also like developing and flourishing, but it still feels alone because you're like seeing the system for what it is. And like, I can't be the only one who's thinking that this is all sorts of fucked up and like no one is talking about it and everyone's talking about it behind closed doors. Like I've done that before because it's, it's also safe. So you have to do whatever is safe for you at that moment. So yeah, I just hope it helps somebody to not feel alone. Yeah, I feel like you explained that so well. I have nothing to add because it's, I think it's the same for me of just like, really speaking like truth to like what that experience is and like hoping that others also feel validated in, in that in that way of just like, you're not, you're not, it's not you. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. what you're experiencing is, like, real, and I don't like to use the word crazy for, like, stigma, stigma purposes, but, like, it's not in your head. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not alone. So, what you're really experiencing in academia is real, um, and like you said, it's not really openly talked about, um, and it's not openly heard, and that's the way that it continues to be the way that it is, when you don't call it out out loud and, like, challenge it. It's the way that it continues to be be the toxic system that it is like the harmful system and violent system that it is so so yeah similar reasons for me um and i also go into it just like this is really how we talk this is really how we've talked about like (laughs) our experiences in academia like fucking nonsense like we've cried about it too but we have also like bashed them and like (laughs) talked the shit about about them like yeah so that's how I go into it too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're like, we fucking bashed it. <laughs> but yeah, I, so that's my, that's why I wanted, that's why, or how I come into this, right? Because I want to help others. But then on the flip side, like we mentioned briefly, like it is scary and it is very vulnerable because we're talking to our peeps. Like our peeps in sense of like the people who also live in the system 
mm-hmm. and who like even currently right are our peeps our academic peeps mm-hmm. and so we don't know what backlash if any there would be but I'm also okay with that um because I know we're doing something right and there's always been backlash in the past for speaking up mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm okay with that so it is very scary and I don't think that fear or that little fear like creeps in every now and then um at random times and I'm like fuck like we're really doing this <laughs> mm-hmm. I know so it's scary y'all yeah. it's scary Mm -hmm. it is (laughs) but yeah and I also like um I think like with the vulnerability part for me at least there also comes like a healing component to it as well like personally to really just like name the experiences as they were to have a lot of like clarity about what it was because a lot of it happens through like a gaslighting system where you're like maybe in some ways you can vocalize them to like faculty member and stuff but they like never really give it the attention that it deserves like they're never they're never as like upset as you are about it you know what I mean so like I think that for me that also comes comes out as well in the podcast and it's like another motivating factor in it as well um but then I also agree in terms of like the backlash whatever that looks like at least right now doesn't scare me too much (laughs) we'll see (laughs) we'll see but but right now I'm just kind of like well fine yeah come for me then like you know like right? but like it's just yeah and nothing yeah. will change if nobody calls it out like it's just the way it is mm-hmm. so absolutely so if anybody who is hearing this and they know me and you know they know that I'm tied to this podcast I'm just kind of like and they want to punish Ruby I want them to like, like reflect on that. Like, why do you want to punish Ruby for speaking the truth, for speaking her truth? Um, why as a woman of color who is speaking the truth, why would you want to punish her? <laughs> and so if these systems and the academy really does care about diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is all the hype now in the academy since 2020, like, this is part of it. You need to let people tell their stories and tell their absolute truths and not go punished. <clears throat> so, yeah. And first of all, if you're thinking about coming for Ruby, you're also going to have to come for me. And, like, Ooh! we are not alone, okay? So <laughs> don't you dare. Yeah. yeah. That's where my thoughts have been with this as we've released episode one <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point and just yeah. understanding the the repercussions that may come with it and just knowing that you know I firmly stand on what I stand for <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know like I just had a moment <laughs> I just had a moment right now where I just even thought about like us even having to like say it out loud of mm-hmm. just like we know that there could be repercussions like speaks to just like what we know like what we've gone through like we know like like there has been backlash like we have faced backlash like individually like when we try to call it out in our departments in our like in our in the university system so like yeah 
Um, so I just had a moment which is like, I wish that wasn't the case, to be honest, but yeah. So we're just kind of saying it out loud because it just needs to be said because we know that it's very real that that does happen. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just, I'm ready for it. (laughs) I give no fucks. I give no fucks because people have come and I just survive and I thrive. Like I beyond thrive. Like I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be more than okay. So that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like it got really serious there for a second like we still had like our little laughs but it definitely got (laughs) serious i'm dead serious though (laughs) yeah yeah me too um but i mean serious as like in terms of the topic like that we're talking about it's just very it's just serious and real um it is but we're definitely serious about like i'm serious about like do not come for ruby like she's not not alone giovanna And we are not alone. The two of us are not alone. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, we got our academic homies on standby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's all I got for how we feel about this. But I'm still excited and everything. (laughs) Yeah, I think the excitement doesn't, doesn't go away. I'm still, um, I still look forward to it, which leads to like our topic of today, actually. So we're talking about peer mentorship today, but (laughs) we want to talk a little bit about how we met because that talks about, that kind of shows a little bit about peer mentorship and how that sort of developed for us it was a lot not a little a lot <laughs> yeah what what did, wait, are, what did I say it shows a little bit of our peer mentorship oh it's yeah a nuanced it's a word yeah yeah so Ruby share our love story oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> we locked eyes in the classroom I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right you know that i still like <laughs> get all mushy when it's like all lovey-dovey but... okay so how did we meet our origin story um so this was my first semester in graduate school in my doctoral program and i think this was your first semester in masters i was non-degree seeking at that time oh you were non-degree seeking for that mm-hmm. one semester right it was two. It was like I did a year non-degree seeking. I like was oh, working close to full time and then I was taking one class. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, every single time I have these memories of like thinking way back when I'm just like, oh my gosh, we were like junior graduate students and like these babies and bright eyed mm-hmm. and bushy tails, <clears throat> at least for me personally. And it just feels like a lifetime ago. So we were both taking this stats course and this stats course has a reputation for just like just testing you in all ways <laughs> i know that was like oh my gosh the way that people talked about that cl- that course i was like i'm gonna fail i'm gonna die i'm like i'm not gonna make it you know like it had such like dark rumors around it like this is the this is a make or break class and yeah. and it was like the one year the professor failed like 
75% of the of the students and it was just it created such a such fear I feel like in the students and then like I remember you would you were the one who would kind of challenge it a little bit because you had mentioned oh, you I would did? mention something like yeah because you were just like why are people like talking about it like it's this like big ass thing and then like nobody's willing to offer support because it was like the the upper like the upper graduate students would be the ones that would you know talk like oh good luck with that class like they were like almost like oh. looking to like good luck mm -hmm. and like i fucking hated like, that what? i remember that yeah so i remember you were the one who, who would kind of be like well why are they fucking saying this shit and like not offering help like you know why aren't they like really offering help because i think they would kind of maybe like casually be like well let me know if y'all need anything and well you know but it was never felt genuine but anyways mm -mm. that's beside the point but that's a class that we were both taking together oh my gosh present ruby so proud of like past ruby <laughs> i didn't know that i challenged it <laughs> yeah. like i didn't remember but yeah that adds up yeah um it they kind of like talked about it as kind of like a rite of passage like it will either make you or break you and if you pass this course like you're you're good for graduate school like you can make it like this you'll be a good graduate student but if you fail it then like that's because of you and like because you're not good enough which we know like that's not the reality of like passing or failing a course and then failing a course in graduate school would be a c mm -hmm. right yeah Is exactly that, okay uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. But that that um, like that's the rite of passage shit. Like, yeah, that's exactly how it felt. And I mean, like, we already had to go take the fucking GRE shit. And that GRE <laughs> like was already telling us like this is a make or break, you know, like in so right. many ways. So mm -hmm. but it was bullshit. Yep. And when you say like there was there were a lot of rumors, but then there was also like a lot of facts of like what we knew exactly about this course, or, like that he legit had failed people. And people had legit, like, failed this course. Like, we knew it. Um, but maybe we should talk about, like, why they failed, though. Why did they fail? I don't remember. You don't remember it? <laughs> they failed because people were passing his pa previous exams. Well, like, passing them around? Yeah, like, it was a specific cohort of students oh. that had... He had, I guess, like, he wasn't really, like, he was giving people their final exams and, like, they would keep them. So, like, this particular cohort, there was an exam, a final exam that was going around and people were, like, basically, like, copying from it or, like, something like that because I don't think he, like, changed his exams or something like that. And so, like, when he found out, he got really upset. And so he was honestly punitive and, like, he kind of it was a little bit of, like, spiteful, too. Um, so like when he like completely switched mm -hmm. the exam and he like completely basically restructured it, that's why most of the students failed. And he was really upset too. I think he even had like a conversation with them about it. Um, so it was something like that. It's what sure. I remember hearing. Yeah. But, but even before that rumors. people, <laughs> <laughs> but even before that people had failed, like because the course mm -hmm. was hard or no. I don't know. I just or after that. that, yeah. It felt like after that. That's when like that's it when, went like, hardcore. Whole, like, yeah. Mm. Dang, I didn't know that, or I forgot. Probably the second one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we met in that course. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's already an intense situation, intense environments. The culture was super intense and competitive as fuck. And so again, like I mentioned, or Joanna mentioned, like we had these cohort, these classmates or cohort um, folks who are a little bit ahead of us. And they would just say, oh, good luck. Or ask you in a way is like, oh, how's regression going? Kind of like being nosy about it. And like not nosy in the sense of like, oh, I hope you're doing well. And I hope you, you know, you ace this exam. And I hope you actually do well in this exam, in this course. No, they were nosy about it as in like, I want to see you fucking suffer. And like, are you suffering? And like, are you fucking failing? Like, is your soul being torn apart by taking this course? Like they wanted to know that Mm -hmm. kind of shit. Yeah, it's part of the fucking hazing process almost. Like mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure that you were being equally hazed by the class. <laughs> <laughs> and just... Oh my gosh. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Are you being no, equally hazed as I was? <laughs> yeah. If even if it's a little bit more better actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was the environment just setting up the scene and um for that course I remember we were randomly assigned to small groups to do homeworks together and these homeworks were not like your homeworks that you would typically see in like grade school or in college like (laughs) these were intense homeworks Uh at least these are my memories so you can correct me if I'm wrong Giovanna but they were fucking intense like they were like maybe three questions but it was multi-step multi-process and you're just kind of like fuck I don't even know where to fucking begin on these yeah it's a stats course so that's what like that's also like I don't know I feel like adds to this whole like the math um rigorous part of it Mm -hmm. like of just like the homeworks were challenging. They were multi-step. You had to do it like with the with the with the stats program too. So that's right. Yeah, from the very beginning, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he would randomize us in these like probably groups of three or four, and they would change throughout the semester. So he would keep us in groups, um, maybe for like a week, or for like one or two homeworks, and I think towards the end we kind of stayed with our last group or something. Is that right? With whatever last group that he had assigned us to, we kind of stayed with that. Yeah. He ended up not changing them up. Cause I think initially that was a plan to like switch up the group members. Mm-hmm. And so at some point you and I were grouped together with other, maybe two other people. <laughs> and <laughs> I wonder yeah. if you're laughing for the same reason I'm laughing. <laughs> and (laughs) and so that's kind of like how we began to have our our friendship you know we we were peers like we were legit just like classmates Mm -hmm. um and I can't pinpoint when was the first time that I I actually felt like oh wow she's like a friend or a peer maybe can fill in that gap when was the first moment that we kind of just like bonded was there like a moment or was it just kind of like a series throughout the semester mm-hmm. of like developing and flowering our friendship? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, I think it was, did I spend the night at one? Like maybe not. Um, Wrong friend. I'm just kidding. No, I, cause I remember, no, I did spend the night. Spent, I spent the <gasps> night like, 
(laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. It's all coming back. (laughs) It was like, yeah, because of the stats course. Um, I, it, it was really challenging. So we were like, we did have to like study. It was kind of a, a full, like full-time kind of course. You did, you couldn't just like pass your way through, honestly. Like what, I'm forgetting the word, but you, you can like not put it by pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't skate by, by like some, maybe some other cuss you can. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so we were always kind of studying. We would, we would stay late at night. Um, at Starbucks, like we were at Starbucks till 12, I remember. Um, yep. and there's this, I think we, for the final, we were really prepping. Um, we were really kind of prepping for the final. And I remember because I lived far, I, I think I lived like 40 minutes away from your place. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You lived on the other side of town. Uh huh. So I like, which is far for me. Okay. Like, I know. Yeah, I like, know it is. Yeah. <laughs> People so, are like, that's not far. <laughs> I know people in LA are probably like, uh, we like take an hour and a half, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I remember studying the night. Um, and honestly, like, I don't know if that was a definitive point in our, in our, like, in terms of differentiating like a classmate and a friend, but I think it was through like the different, like real conversations that we had with each other of like, like slowly we started sharing a little bit more about what our experiences were. Um, in like the class but also in like in the the program and then i think we just shared more about each other too of like our family and things like that mm-hmm. um yeah and i think in some ways we also <laughs> bonded because of our like because of the group members too the other group members <laughs> that we had in the class because it wasn't oh my god i still remember this but it's a little fuzzy, but I still remember, like, because Ruby didn't share this, um, but when we got assigned into our groups, Ruby was the first one that was like, oh, do y'all want to exchange, like, numbers? Like, she was ready to go. Oh, you know? I was? She was ready to, like, yes, you're ready to connect. <laughs> so she was like, do y'all want to share numbers, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And this other person was like, he made, a, like, a dumbass joke. I don't remember. It was kind of like, you have to take me out to dinner first. And it was something like that. It was something like you have to, like, earn it. Or, it was, like, something weird like that. That I remember you were like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, like, blah, blah. And then uh, he, like, <laughs> shared it. But I remember I was like, what the fuck is this deal? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he was, like, just a character um, in general. Mm-hmm. Like, very much very much like buying into the whiteness of academia and stuff so mm-hmm. I remember like there was a little bit of sharing about that of just like how we this was the white dude right yeah. yeah yeah so we shared our experiences of like just dealing with this white dude <laughs> uh-huh. yeah like not that like he pulled his weight but he was also like weird I don't know how to explain him honestly um, how would yeah. you explain him because I think like later you started to kind of like you're okay with him I, yeah, I was later okay with him. Uh, I think he was just eccentric. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think he was eccentric. But he would say like weird, like the reason that I call him weird, not because of his personality, but it was because of the way that he would flaunt, like casually flaunt different things. Oh, about... that's right. His white maleness that's... would just come out. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he... Yeah, so sometimes I just didn't really vibe with that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think for me, humility is a big 
value so when someone comes across as like very like arrogant and very like i don't really vibe well um with those people mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so yeah i remember not liking him because of that so like he would just like casually would find ways to like talk about himself <laughs> i mean this yeah. is very like very on brand for white men you know like <laughs> so yeah 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 i think he was overcompensating perhaps for his insecurities mm-hmm. and that's why he felt the need to kind of just like overly share about you know that he was good at all these things but it was just like the most random things too um and then later on i didn't at least later on when i experienced my experiences with him later on like i didn't get that as much so like this was also like towards our end of our graduate program career so from Calvo. And like, you know, he didn't have to like mm-hmm. overcompensate um, until his next, you know, <laughs> stage in his academic career. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But you're like giving me all back these memories. Yeah. So it's nice to hear that I've always been like a sense of like, let's connect. Let's have a formal little community. Because mm-hmm. I was like, let's just bond with one another. I just felt like it was a moment to kind of just like really just connect with our group and just kind of like we're all in we're all in this together like no one has taken this course Mm -hmm. before like Mm -hmm. we don't know what we're doing can we just at least acknowledge that and like just stop trying to front and that was a thing with that stats stats course like even when people were doing well because I think he would give like the breakdown of like how many people got A's how many people got B's and how many people Mm -hmm. got C's or D's on an exam and I just felt like even people who were who got A's, like there was a level of prestige and just kind of like I'm better than you or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just kind of like, why? Like it's just one exam, and like why can't we just <laughs> have a form right. of community just to like bond us all? Yeah, like no one is better than the other. We all come in with different experiences and different exposure to research and stats, but still. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm thinking because cause I do remember too, um, depending on who it was, like you, so you are in your group and like, you know, like we would kind of talk to other group members. So like other group groups. So like, like, did you get this oh, right? Yeah. Like, did you get, so there was a little bit of that, but you were always kind of approaching it a little bit with caution because you're not too sure what you're mm-hmm. going to, how they're going to, how they're going to perceive that question of just like did y'all get this too you know like sometimes there was that like feeling of like we're in this together you can we can kind of share like what we got we want to kind of confirm um mm-hmm. but then like you said there was kind of also like this weird because I think there was one person in that class that was always getting A's right but I don't I never got a weird vibe from her I don't know if you're, we're yeah. talking about the same person but I don't even remember who it was okay yeah. yeah I just mean in general like the people that you know were doing stellar mm-hmm yeah yeah but i mean like i feel like we're getting a little off topic but i'm trying it's to think like the scene. Was, yeah <laughs> it um, was intense it was intense yeah i will say i feel like that class brought us together but i i i, I think one of the things i'm wondering right now i'm just like asking it in general like what kept us together honestly because i think um that class brought us together, but I feel like it could have very much just like, had you already taken us. like the, uh, 
Or, I mean, afterwards, like, you know, I don't really stay connected with group members afterwards sometimes, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ruby, like, Ruby calls everyone her friend, okay? So, (laughs) (laughs) we haven't talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, yeah, just kidding. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) did you take the second part of, like, did we take the second stats class together, too, or no? Uh, uh, I think that was the only stats course that we took together. Okay, you w- no, we took more stats classes together when I was Did in the we? master's program. Yes, like the different like higher, higher level stats classes. We took some of those together. At least I one, think maybe only one, only one. I think. Oh yeah, we did. So what did you end up taking? If that bond, if that first introduced us together to be one, like you know, with one another, what course did you take? You don't have to say the name, but. The second semester, or it did was you take the... one? Yeah, I did. Um, and I, I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was a class that you might have waived. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Because I had already taken so, a yeah. course. Mm-hmm. So then we just kept in touch, or what? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we need, we need to look back at these transcripts and see like where it lines <laughs> up. <laughs> I, yeah. So then it had to be before December that we just like cemented our friendship. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think it's. And we just kept in think, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have always been very like social, like all about connecting. And I sometimes I'm a little cautious about connecting. Like I, I like, I feel like I do go in it with the intention of staying connected wanting to connect but I think it's a little bit hard for me to facilitate that connection. I think you do a really good job of it because, like, there's always reason to celebrate. So I think remember, like, I think we celebrated the end of the end of the semester after we passed. Did we get sushi? I don't know if it was like, oh, and we maybe. like did like a gift exchange too, like a did Christmas. we? Yeah, oh, so we I did. think like we already thought we were friends like middle <laughs> semester. <laughs> Yeah, middle semester, yeah. we must have just, like, cemented our friendship. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's maybe, like, that's where we slowly started working together a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we just started kind of continue. I don't, I think one of the things that is interesting, though, too, about how we met was, like, you're not a texter. Like, you're not someone who texts to stay connected. So I just kind of wonder, like. I don't? It was. I don't think so. You text like when we're going to meet up, like to meet up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it doesn't match with you. But I, I think that I remember like we don't really like we wouldn't really like text every day to kind of stay connected like that. Like, oh, yeah. We would kind of work. We would text like when we're like, oh, yeah, do you want to work together? And then like in person, we would kind of can- catch up. And so mm-hmm. we always kind of I feel like we maintain our friendship in person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, not so much. Yeah. Text. Like sometimes we would share here and there like. Mm-hmm. if something came up and we wanted to talk about it but but yeah like it was mostly like in person because we would we tended to work together pretty pretty often um mm-hmm. and that's how we kind yeah. of yeah i mean we would snapchat maybe maybe that's how like we also maintained it or no i don't know dude i don't think so <laughs> not at semester one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again, don't trust my memory. But yeah, I think you're absolutely. Yes, you are absolutely right. I need to stop contradicting myself. Um, 
yeah, I just remember that we would like it wasn't just like meet up for like to work together. Like and when we say like work together, I feel like that's also like I don't know if it's an academic term or if it's just like a Ruby and Giovanna term, like that Giovanna coined unintentionally because like working together essentially is like setting or like working on like whatever we had to get done for like graduate school, whether that's like RA ship or TA ship or like trying to get the stats course homework done or whatever, or studying. Like we had to do crib sheets and those crib sheets would take a very long time to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so these were like hours, hours, like four five, six hours mm-hmm. that we would spend time together at coffee shops, mostly at Starbucks. Cause like this was an area that didn't really have like a lot of local coffee shops and Starbucks was the one that would like stay open late. Mm-hmm. And I just remember vividly, like it was you, me and another team member, group member, and we had an exam the next day, I'm pretty sure, or maybe later on that week. And we stayed in the Starbucks until they like kicked us out essentially. And we still stayed in the patio area mm-hmm. to finish up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at that moment, I was like, what is my life? <laughs> no, but like looking back at it, I'm like, fuck, like, what was my life then? Like, that was my life. Like literally being outside in the patio past midnight at the Starbucks, Mm -hmm. still trying to get this done. That was my life. Yeah. I remember that time it was, it was past midnight. (laughs) It was like past midnight. We were in the patio and we were still there talking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But something that I was going to mention, because you mentioned that I coined the the term work together and I actually didn't, it was through a peer mentor that. Oh, their peer mentor that, that, not the good one though <laughs> yeah not the good one um not the good time <laughs> yeah but I, I do feel like our relationship our peer mentorship really developed naturally and gradually because mm-hmm. we were both in this like place um and I remember I don't know like I don't know what what happened that like I think we really did initially just trust each other um mm-hmm. to really like share what our experiences were and then essentially just develop our like so mutual support of each other um mm-hmm. through it because i think a lot of things was, were were happening um i think for both of us I, I mean i was navigating like disappointment of just like not entering a program and just like trying to get mm-hmm. in but like struggling with that mm-hmm. and then you were not gonna be getting adjusting and just kind of meeting lab members and stuff (laughs) i'm saying it so neutrally but oh that was neutral (laughs) i tried maybe Um, i just picked it up in my head as like yeah yeah because we both know what our experiences have been (laughs) but but yeah Mm -hmm. so like it just it just developed gradually and i think like it's shown up in powerful ways of just like list like troubleshooting like what's the best way to approach this like situation like we mentioned it before of like we've practiced like speeches with each other that we need to like have with faculty mm-hmm. and then also like laughing at like at fellow like faculty like fellow students that like are on some high shit like <laughs> thinking that they're like <laughs> they're the fucking I don't know I don't even know like what the word would be but um but yeah like laughing about it and just like 
yeah i don't know i feel like i'm i'm missing like I, i'm really like not like fully capturing just like what it really has looked like for us but it's it's like looked like offering like resources for like when when um we're going through like something that they've gone through too um mm-hmm. that you've gone through like sharing stuff mm-hmm. like i like i mean you you've i feel like you've like proofread like so many of my stuff like editing like editing for each other <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah and and honestly like i think the whole concept of working together was also like so helpful like we're both sitting down with each other like doing what we need to do whatever it is for graduate school it's not it's not it's sometimes it's not the same thing so and like even having someone to stop and like i don't know i'm thinking about it this way but does this make sense or like you know like it's just yeah yeah (laughs) what are you thinking (laughs) you can't see this but i'm like you're saying this and it's just like bringing me to tears but like happy tears because we've been through it together like a lot so it's just nice to hear these memories because I don't collect I don't um recall these memories often because I have no reason to like recall this (laughs) with somebody else besides you (laughs) yeah yeah so it's just beautiful and I'm just yeah um I'm in love with us (laughs) (laughs) that's why I say it's it's a love story it's really beautiful and (laughs) um yeah peer mentorship is what has gotten us got gotten me through and i like i feel like you've said it too like it's what's gotten us through academia yeah um but we have been with the with for we've been there for each other in so many ways like not just academically, but also personally. Like if we've had personal things come up, like we've always been there for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and like still are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even more so now, um, more than before. Um, yeah. But, and I, when you mentioned like editing each other's papers or documents or write, like even emails, like fucking emails, like honestly. Yeah, dude. Email writing is a fucking skill. We all know that. Like <laughs> academics know that. Like give me a fucking degree for email writing, honestly, because I deserve one. We all deserve one. Um, me and Javon <laughs> specifically. <laughs> I know. We're fucking, we're boss ass bitches when it comes to writing. Yes, <laughs> we are. That boss ass bitches. Yes, we are. And so we would craft up these emails like, it was either in response to like a TA demand or like an aggressive email that we had just received from a faculty member or like an RA ship or just what have you, just like the most fucking ridiculous emails that you could possibly get an email, like from graduate school, we would have to like draft it up. And then I remember like Giovanna was sitting next to me and I'm like, here, I'm going to respond. It's like, Oh, what about the sentence? I don't like this sentence. Like, I'm not really sure how like this is coming off, but I want to end it with this. Like, just like a bam. It's like, how do I do that? And just like helping each other like craft this masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like simple email that a simple email and it would just, it would take up so much, literally so much time just to send that one email. And it could have been like a paragraph, but it had to be done in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Those emails, man. <laughs> so 
Um, but when you talk about like being there for each other, like in the academic and in the personal, that's what we're talking about in terms of also like the mentorships, how mentorships should be. Like you're not just like this robot that like your life doesn't is isn't all only like academic. Does that make sense? So like I feel like the peer mentorship has been more real and more like holistic, if that makes sense, of just like being there for each other when personal shit is happening and when also academic shit is happening. Like it just blends together because I think, I mean, a part of like, I remember when early on in our relationship, part of like my, what I was navigating was trying to get into these programs that like were really hard to get into because my GRE scores weren't like that high and just feeling like demotivated. And like, I remember like still like at Starbucks, we were, we were um talking and I was like I'm fucking done applying like I'm not gonna apply after this again this was like the last time um the last set of applications that I had submitted because I think at this point I had applied like how many times I think that was that was my third time applying and I was fed up I was fed up because I just like wanted to get into the doctoral program in a doctoral program and I just wasn't getting in so like I remember you you like we're just like motivating me to kind of continue going but also holding space that it was fucked up like that it, it was this hard um to get in so I remember like that but it just kind of like going back to the point of just like sometimes it blends together and like there's no way that you're having good mentorship if you're not also taking care of the person as a person like as a human that like is navigating a lot in in itself in that role itself um so yeah I wish that it was that was really like the model for mentorships in general um, in grad school, like advisorships too, as well. So, yeah, holistically. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect word. And then there was like, <laughs> it's not a funny story. I don't know why I laughed initially, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, because I mentioned like early on in, in our relationship as a peer mentor, like it was, it was that, right? Like navigating a lot of, of like wanting to get into doctoral programs also navigating like my master's my master's like degree um but then when I got into the doctoral program I was also fucking navigating the fucking first year and I remember telling you about like all my experiences that first year um and like telling you and like you got teary like just listening and I was like I was like sharing them I don't know like it was like in a way, I felt dispassionately the way that I was sharing, like, because I was just, like, so... I mean, I'm jaded at this point. Like, I know that this is a shit that, like, you go through. But I remember sharing them. And, like, you got teary. And I was like, are you okay? <laughs> and she, and then I remember you just said, like, I just hate that you're going through that. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I don't know. It was honestly a powerful moment for me. Um, but I think, like, that's just part of, like, why I really just, like, love um our peer mentorship and like peer mentorship in general is just better <laughs> holistic mm-hmm. it's more holistic and I love it yeah I remember that yeah I, that moment I do remember we were at a Starbucks yeah we were <laughs> so I'm not afraid to cry like in public places <laughs> Such a- <laughs> I cry all the time. Like I cry for happy tears, for joy, for like sadness, for anger, um, publicly mm-hmm. and not publicly. But yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, and it and it did it did make me sad that you were going through that because it's just like I don't I don't want that to 
I didn't want you to have experienced that. Like I hated that you, you were, that your, that was your experience and it was making me sad. And I saw you hurt and I didn't want you to see, I didn't want you to be hurt. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even now I'm like teary eyed. (laughs) I know me too, but, but, you know, I think (laughs) something that also needs to be said about peer mentors is you can also face shitty peer mentors (laughs) and i will say though that like your peer like the peer mentorship that i had with you um really helped me like figure out that this other peer mentorship was trash so (laughs) (laughs) so let me talk a little bit about that because i think like so our peer mentorship, like I mentioned, happened naturally, it happened gradually, and sometimes there's assigned peer mentorship. So like, I had just finished my undergrad, I was coming back, um, I was wanting research experience. And so I had messaged this PI from this lab, and I asked like, if I could volunteer, like be a volunteer research, research assistant. Um, he said yes, and the way that like the dynamics worked in this lab was that like he's a PI, so he's not giving you direct peer mentorship. He's you know his time is too precious um, for you, and so he assigned me to this. <laughs> I say that sarcastically, by the way. <laughs> I'm not saying that like as like that's the way it should be. Um, so I was assigned to this doctoral student, and this doctoral student was still like in their master's phase. Um, so because um that's kind of just how the program worked and I was assigned to to her and so I think initially this peer mentor did like was interested in in helping me and they definitely provided like feedback on like personal personal statements that I needed to like fill out for applications and stuff but I was also helping with with um her her thesis so yeah um and so there was a little bit of like I mean I think I was new in terms of learning like more about like what academia really looks like because it was my first I think in when you're an undergrad you have maybe some idea but you don't you're not really making sense of it um as an undergrad at least for my experience so I was still trying to like understand and I knew that it was a little bit of like a quid pro quo (laughs) type of situation right so I was (laughs) basically like doing the grunt work of like thesis stuff um Mm -hmm. and then but I also wanted that experience and I think there was support in terms of like I was really exposed to like um submitting like abstracts to like go to conferences and things like that and and there was a little bit of that so there was like learning but I will say there was also situation and circumstances where I was like what the fuck (laughs) what is this and it was like through like talking to you about it and like getting like what was this about I think there was like a feeling of like honestly competition to some extent like between between each other like not on my end I don't think but on their end it felt like Mm -hmm. a a little bit um so I don't know and I think it, it felt like a nature of like they did try to maintain me as the one that has that knew less or that was, I don't know, lower in that dynamic, if that makes sense. And 
um, I don't know, like I, I shared this and like Ruby knows about this example, but I think the best example of of like what I'm talking about when I'm like, what the fuck was like, there was this one situation where at this point I was already, I was already a master's student in the program. Um, and I think they were still kind of treating me a little bit as like their like their research assistant almost if that makes sense so I think they were still like treating me a little bit like that but I was trying to kind of differentiate myself because I wasn't in that role anymore like I I was a master's student I had my GA ship also as well I had shit that I was doing for myself like for my like research purposes or like for like projects that I wanted to actually be in but there's this moment where like they sat me down they basically said that they like they scheduled a meeting for me to talk about me (laughs) that I didn't request okay it was like it was yeah it it really came out of nowhere like um and so they like took me to the um, to the conference room where we had the, the meetings they also brought along this other this other um who I guess like in some ways was also a peer mentor but a little bit less like distant a little bit more distant um and so yeah they sat me down to basically tell me that like i'm doing it wrong like that i'm doing the master's program wrong that like you shouldn't be taking like multiple stats classes at the same time don't do that ever again um and was just, were just giving me like all this advice of just like you should already be done with your thesis at this point like you should be like already have already proposed at this point and i'm just like sitting there like what the fuck dude like <laughs> but i was also just like flabbergasted and just like just like confused about it too and i didn't know how to make sense of it and it wasn't until i talked to you about it that i was like this happened i feel kind of weird about it like i don't know what to think about it and then Ruby was like, no, what the fuck? Like, that's fucked up. And so later, I tried to have a conversation about it of just like, don't talk to me like that. Like, if I need help, if I'll ask for it. If I need your, like, advisement, your mentorship, like, I'm going to ask for it. So <clears throat> I remember having that conversation. And that's where it also came out more of, like, the way that they saw me. Like, the way that they just, like saw me as this little like chickling almost or like this little like child that need that still needed like their their mentorship you know so like because I remember when I even asked like I didn't like how that was said like you talked down to me like and you were trying to manage like my whole training so like when I said that they were like well I'm a doc student and but- so I was like okay are you hearing yourself because this is what I'm talking about like that you talked down to me <laughs> and so um yeah so like there's a little bit of like a rupture there um after that but all that to say is like the best peer mentors are the ones that you like facilitate yourself um the ones that like come a little bit more naturally maybe that maybe there isn't like they're not assigned in any way because in my doctoral program they also had that like they assign you a peer mentor when you come in and like I don't think like it's worked out for everyone um so yeah you'll have to tell me later who was yours because i forgot about that that was the situation huh mm-hmm. yeah and i never really heard about you talking about them ever again really no <laughs> i mean it was hard yeah yeah Which and i think of... like 
nothing against that person, but just kind of like how it's, Mm -hmm. they try to formalize it. Yeah. Like, I think the intention is nice. It just, Mm -hmm. it doesn't like work sometimes because of like different personalities, but also like the fucking doc program is already really intensive that like, it's another thing that like, honestly, you don't have a lot of energy to add to it. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's hard. Um, Yeah. But Every single time you tell that story of your, that pure mentorship that, you know, you had to cut ties with. Um, yeah. And I'm so proud of you for like, some, like, do you hear yourself? Like, I'm like, yes, Jovana, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I'm having that moment too. Just like fucking past Giovanna was like fucking badass. Like she handled her own shit yes. for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah. But every single time that you mentioned that, because we had just like briefly talked about it before, I was just like, sat you down. I'm just like, it just like blows my mind away. And I didn't know that it was in the conference room. Yeah, no, it was very formalized. That adds, like- that adds a whole nother layer to this whole situation. Because like, you could have easily had this in your own office area. Because like, it was shared mm-hmm. offices. And it was like, they both shared an office. And like, it was, you were there too. I'm pretty sure like, it was a shared office between all three of y'all. So, uh-huh. like, you could have easily just had it in this one little room that y'all all, have, all had to one another. But, no, you had to go across the hall, get mm-hmm. the key, and, <laughs> like, have it in this conference room. Yeah. It was a fucking power trip. Like, I think the more that I think about it, like, it was very, like, it was very, they wanted <laughs> the power. Like, because, I like, I think it was a conference room, like you mentioned, and they also they sat across from me, you know, like it was like one per- one person on this side, me, and then them on the other end. Um, and then they just really started, like, I just still remember they started with like, we just want to give you some advice. <laughs> some unsolicited advice. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you really just took my time like that? <laughs> like, you literally were like, you need to make time for to hear like what we have to say to you about how you're doing it wrong. And maybe, you yeah. know, like, I feel like people might say like, you know, it's not like you were doing it wrong. They wanted to give you feedback, but the whole point is that I didn't ask for it. And honestly, like, don't give people advice that they're not, that they're not asking for. Like, I don't care how well-intentioned you think it is. Like, maybe if you see them struggling and if you do feel like you have that relationship, like, okay, but no because i think at the end of the day all you're trying to do is like make yourself feel good about yourself (laughs) and i like i mean i mentioned it too like i do feel like there was like some projection like there was some shit that they were like feeling stressed about that they're like that they put that shit on me and honestly took it out on me because it felt violent like it felt like violent i think because also like um particularly like the peer mentor that i'm referring to like um they're white and so like there was like that also a little bit of like that like power stuff too that I was like yeah yeah how did she like microaggressed you or something yeah there was also that yeah I'm like eye rolling but yeah yeah. we don't need to get into it but yeah I was just like thinking about that as well (laughs) yeah and I'm just another layer to it yeah then a little bit later I feel like the competition part so kind of set in because I feel like me querían traer like really close and like to like really just navigate my entire like academic experience because because like 
they just wanted me to do things like their own their way if that makes mm-hmm. sense um and then like when i started doing things like separately when i started like seeking out my own opportunities and like applying to different shit like and i was getting them it mm-hmm. was just like do they know that you don't really have those abilities though to like apply to these things like you know that's exactly how she was telling me things wow um, so like i feel there's a little bit of jealousy in there and also a little bit of just like mm-hmm. you're stepping outside the our role like you're stepping outside like you know and i it just takes me back to like what we talked about with mentorship of just like they really want mentorship. you to yeah like they really want you to have like the same experiences that they had or like you want they want you to follow their trajectory whatever that is they want you to follow it and if you're applying for something that they didn't endorse that they didn't support like what the fuck are you doing you know so mm-hmm. so yeah so that was a uh, a toxic peer mentorship um that slowly I started like really realizing it too because it's a fucking yeah. mind fuck <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah oh my goodness yeah yeah the sense of ownership of like yeah they were and shit, I feel like they were projecting a shit ton onto you and it's not surprising because like I know who they are and I also probably understand like I I know what kind of state at what stage they were in so I'm just like I can imagine the stress and mm-hmm. kind of like the doubt that they may have been experiencing at that time. And like, so why not just easily project this onto Giovanna, right? Because mm-hmm. they were insecure mm-hmm. in their own abilities. Yeah. And then they saw you like just, you know, being a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, it was. And I still feel like I really feel like they were jealous of you at some point. Of like maybe like the relationship that they were what that we had, like jealous of you. Of like, there was like some huh. Yeah, I do remember that now. <laughs> yeah, there was like. Oh my gosh! Some weird. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to talk about it? Do we not? Do we just save it for like ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, there was just some weird jealousy shit going on. We'll see. And then if we don't want to, we can just edit this part out because I think it's fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but we were we traveled for a conference together, right? You, me, and this peer mentor that you had. And I think this was probably after that conversation that you had with her. Yeah, it was. Right. Uh-huh. So there was already kind of like she like she she had been put in her place. Essentially, you put uh-huh. her in her place. And so she probably felt her type of way about that already. And she probably saw that we were bonding and had bonded. And we traveled, all three of us together for this one conference. And we shared a room. Mm -hmm. And there was two beds. So you and I shared a bed and then she had her bed to herself. And I think she even offered to like just cover the lodging because she was going to get covered either way through her travel scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Like, you know, much gratitude for sure. Like this lodging <laughs> yeah. is fucking yeah. expensive. Um, yeah. yeah. Even if we do get awards, like it's still expensive. Like you still have to like front that money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and 
I'm the type of traveler where I'm like, if we have some free time, I'm like, let's go explore. And like, let's go see, you know, this town that we haven't been to and like, oh, let's check this out. And so I think it was like one of those moments and like, we did have some free time and we asked her like, hey, you want to come? And she's like, no, I got to get work done. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the way that she said it in uh-huh. such like a superiority manner of mm-hmm. like, I am above visit like going out and checking out this town because I actually have to work and work like kind of endorsing the whole grind culture mm-hmm. of like working and not really taking a moment to kind of just like appreciate like where we're at um, and just explore mm-hmm. a bit and have fun and have playtime. Like why not? Yeah. And then, but, but also along with that, she was honestly guilting me a little bit because like we had a poster right. presentation to do. And, like, was almost like, we're not going to practice? Like, uh, you That's know, right. like. But, <laughs> but yeah, I remember, like, I did go out with you. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go out for, for a bit. And then I'll come back and we can practice. She was like, all right. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And, like. Yeah. It wasn't even that serious because I remember, like, we didn't even get. <laughs> people that want like at our poster presentation you know like and yeah. i don't know like poster, poster presentations, presentations are not that serious they're not they're not like especially like if you know what you did like there really isn't much prepping that needs to be done honestly um because usually you just stand there and then people just kind of look look and then they'll ask you questions sometimes you know like they will ask you like can you take me through your poster and stuff and so then you do but you just share what you know and what you want to share like about your poster you know so yeah you have like an elevator speech like ready to go like bam Mm -hmm. it's not that serious Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean it shouldn't have been serious to her because like she was an advanced graduate student doctoral student and you Mm -hmm. had also probably already had experience with this before but like if it was your first time for both of y'all then i could understand that but it wasn't Mm -hmm. so yeah, but I feel like I did have to learn some of that shit because she really, like, did put some pressure of the, like, you should be working all the time or you should, like, you should prioritize work or, like, you know, like, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember feeling guilty, like, going out with you. Really? I remember, like, we even cut it short, I remember, okay. because because it was, like... I'm a bad influence. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, just yeah, kidding. we ended up cutting it short because i was like yeah i have to go back and like practice the poster and you're Mm -hmm. like okay like i just don't like that like i think you had said something like i don't like that she's how she is basically it's like you had said something like that yeah no but i still like don't feel good so like i'm gonna just go back and so like we did end up going back early yeah Um, i do remember vocalizing how i felt about her (laughs) yeah i mean just very much white people vibes like Mm mm-hmm but I think in general, I don't think she came across as friendly, to be honest. Like, she wasn't a friendly person mm-hmm. like that. Mm-mm. I think there was always a feeling of, like, she has something up her sleeve. I don't know. Like, it, you know, she mm-hmm. never... There was something about her that you really couldn't fully trust, um, in my opinion, in, like, my experience. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, I think in general, like, I don't... I wouldn't say she was a friendly person. Like, I don't think people... She connected with people easily like that, like... Because I don't think she was a friendly person. (laughs) I keep saying it. She was not a friendly person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Especially not compared, like, to, like, you and me. Because I just feel like we're friendly. Like, I, yeah, like, we're friendly. We are. We are. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to make the other person feel welcome and like <laughs> mm-hmm. be seen and heard. And that's just yeah. kind of like how we naturally are. And I'm not trying to compete with anyone. Like I don't approach situations like that. Like when I meet new people, I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm trying exactly. to relate with you. I'm trying mm-hmm. to like have a relational aspect Ooh. with you. Like, you know, so yes, that's not how, how they were. Um, yeah. So you hit the nail on the head on that. Absolutely. For both. Yeah. When I meet you, I'm not here to compete with you. I'm here to like relate with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that's really the case in, um, with a lot of academic, with like our peer academics. Yeah. No matter in what setting, even if they're like people of color or like not people of color, like there's, I most of the time, if not lots of the times, other people come in with a sense of like, let me compete with you and let mm-hmm. me set, like assess right away. Yeah, it's that nasty, makes honestly. Mm-hmm. It makes me think about like um, that, like the doctoral interview pro- process, like when you're meeting like other people that are apply- applying to the program mm-hmm. and how fucking nasty it is, like how some people are mm-hmm. like, how many... Like, literally, they don't know me, and they're asking me how many interviews did I get? Where else am I interviewing? And I'm just like, whoa, calm the fuck down. Like, uh-uh. do you want to know what I had for breakfast instead? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to ask me, like, how I'm feeling? <laughs> Let's start off with, like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, espérate, way, Like... <laughs> Not even fucking compliment you on your shoes or your outfit, you know? Yeah, no. Like, yeah. Like, hey, you and look like, good. Think- like, where you get your outfit from, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking nasty, dude. And I feel like that's what just like makes me upset sometimes about like <laughs> academia, like just the feeling of being on edge. Like, I can't, mm. like, I can't really like feel that like human connection with people sometimes in like academia Mm -hmm. and like more recently, you know, I, you know, that I've been going through a series of interviews for like my next phase and stuff. And so it reminds me in some ways, it reminds me of that, like early, like interview process of like trying to get into the doc program, but in some ways it's felt a little bit better because I feel like I have had like pleasant conversation with like fellow applicants too within this interview format like where like you know I'm I remember like asking one person like you know how are you doing and they're like nervous this whole process has been like really anxiety inducing I'm like I know and like you know it was a moment where we really just fucking connected and like I talked about my process and what I'm like but I just love that it was just so human like you know like it was real yeah it was real um so I felt it's felt a little better in this mm-hmm. like last phase of my interview process, but not last phase, I guess. Well, the last phase for my doctoral program. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But so I, I know like we focused on <laughs> our we, 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 we veered off a little bit. <laughs> no, not I mean really. sounds, yeah. <laughs> it's all related. Like, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, peer mentorships are the shit. And and I will say, like, I definitely have had um, additional peer mentorships that have been really impactful, too, because I think, like, even in my own doctoral program, still, like, currently, 
I just feel like I've received so much support and love and I've really just like welcomed it to be honest because I think because I feel like when you go through this you can become jaded to the point where like you don't trust people and you do feel like you have to be on your own but it's been nice to just like build more of like peer mentorships and just really like take in that support whether it's just like a fucking you rock like you got this like message and then also like real just like sharing like resources like editing like your stuff and it's just love and i just love it (laughs) yeah the ones that you cultivate yourself yeah (laughs) i think yeah yeah i think just like when institutions or organizations try to formalize this like cohort or like Mm. a mentoring kind of experience they just it create where do I want to go with this (laughs) (laughs) like not everybody's gonna bond together like that's just a reality like no matter what cohort size you have like people are just not gonna click (laughs) and like people have different experiences and different identities and like we're all not just gonna be one big happy family so let's just accept that for what it is (laughs) and Uh but yeah in the past like I've been a part of cohorts and maybe we all don't click collectively, but we support each other collectively on some level. And then mm-hmm. I just kind of like find those key people. And I'm like, let me, let me latch onto you. Cause you're a good peer mentor or just not even someone who's like in the depths that you and I have had, but just kind of like a good person to just kind of like go to for like, for something quickly, not something quickly, but something specific that I may be going through. Um, And even if I don't um, stay in touch with them or they don't stay in touch with me for like as frequent or for like long periods of time, every single time that we like talk or whatever, there's still that connection. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I feel, I mean, that maybe probably speaks to like, I have peer mentors that are friends and then peer mentors that are maybe like more peer mentors that like it is a little bit still but maybe a I don't want to say professional but still a little bit of an academic still type of relationship or maybe we don't necessarily share more about our lives but it's still a little bit of like a in the realm of academia almost if that makes sense because I do feel like I mean, I do call you my a peer mentor, but you're also my friend. And like, yeah, we're friends. Have... You better call me your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I really mean friend in the truest form of friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I feel like that's a little bit of an insult. Oh, we need, we need to tell that story. We need to tell that story, though. <laughs> so I call everybody friend. <laughs> I call everybody friend. I'm like, I can't be talking to the stranger in the street. And I tell back. For like two minutes and I come back and tell Giovanna was like later on it's like hey I met this new friend <laughs> I haven't my friend told me this and my <laughs> and it could just be a stranger in the street for like two minutes I just spoke with and just like had a good connection with uh-huh um or it could be like somebody that I just met and I'm like oh yeah my friend and I are going out to like brunch but I'm like I don't know them that well yet but I hope it does blossom into a friendship or I see the potential of a friendship Mm-hmm. Um, but Giovanna takes the term friend like very seriously. Um, I do, 
and you know i don't know how to describe it <laughs> she doesn't throw it around loosely like i do <laughs> yeah for, yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> I know, and I remember having a conversation with Ruby about like maybe I need a better term than friend to really differentiate me <laughs> as a friend. But I was just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I feel like more recently you've you you have a new term. You have a new ter- term for friend. Like it's like not friend. It's kind of like oh. you're trying to differentiate. Friendly associate. Friendly associate. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. I heard somebody. I like, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I like heard that somebody. Thing. I heard somebody say it, and this was also uh, an academic. Well, he was a former academic, and um, he made a distinction of like you're going to have friends, and you're going to have friendly associates. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I'm listening. So. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that new term a lot more, to be honest. But no, because it also helps me because I don't know how to name people that are not friends, but they are, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just need yeah. a term. I tend to say acquaintance, like an acquaintance. Yeah. I just feel like just acquaintance too... is too distant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but I still use friend. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I had this new term of friendly associate, because maybe it's just, you know, me trying to be just be friends with everybody. I just feel like I people should be kind to everybody else. And I would expect that in return. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all be friends. <laughs> Can we all be friends, y'all? <laughs> I know. I know. Love and peace, um. please. <laughs> But yeah, but like like you were saying, like there's like there is some, I think you can have peer mentors that aren't necessarily your f- maybe friends. Friends, I guess, I guess in my in my own definition of a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I th- I feel like most of my peer mentors right now are my friends. They're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, where we do like get together, we talk about the bullshit of academia, but also like mm-hmm. about how we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Just like sharing more of like intimate it's a more of an intimate um relationship yeah yeah i think there's like friends levels that just come with like time of being with one another i feel like you're like intrigued (laughs) like tell me more (laughs) i I feel like you're making it academic like there's levels okay (laughs) no it's just like video games you know there's levels yeah. <laughs> um yeah I think there's levels to friendships where you know just the more time that you have with one another or like mm. not even time because I feel like just having mo- like powerful moments or moments that are mm. critical with one another like mm-hmm. really like cement that friendship and if you don't have those moments to like cement that friendship then you know you just kind of like continue having this friendship on this one level that maybe just doesn't get to have the opportunity to like go on to the next level. Uh Maybe one of the reasons, I don't know, but yeah. So I think I will still stick with the word friends for me personally, because I think of a few (laughs) people who really have shown up for me in different ways. And we do talk shit about academia and they have supported me. And, you know, they see me like through some, like (laughs) when I've gone through rough situations and I would still consider them friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, 
Yeah. They've been there for me. And I hope that I've been able to reciprocate that to them as well. Mm -hmm. I also think our friendship is special. Peer mentorship (laughs) and friendship is special because I don't think people. So you mentioned that our, our friendship started when we were both in the same school. And then when you left, you left. So you got your in in the same school that we went to, you did your degree seeking for a year and then you did your master's Mm -hmm. and then and then you left, but not too far. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we still had that friendship Um, like we. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like distant, like location. What am I trying to say here? Like geography, close proximity. Yeah, yeah, close proximity was on our side. Like we were always in close proximity of one another, and this mm-hmm. is probably like the furthest that we've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm like having attachment issues here. <laughs> oh my god, no, <laughs> no. But like, I I don't know for some reason when you said it, like this is the furthest we've been away. I had them like, oh shit, we are really far away from each other, like. Physically, we are far, mm-hmm. really far away from each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel that far, far. away from you. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's what made me think. Like, I think you're the only friend I've actually formed a like a friendship in person that I continue to have at this level, like with this amount of strength, like now at the age that I'm in now because my other friends that I consider friends and like peer mentors I may had met them once or twice or a couple of times three times in person either like in academics all in academic settings (laughs) Mm -hmm. and (laughs) we just go our separate ways because we have to go back to our home institutions Mm -hmm. so yeah I remember like once we left, once I left, you know, um, our home institution area, I was like, oh, this is like a bye-bye now, like until like further next time, because I don't know when we'll see each other again. Like I know we're already going to like meet up in person, hopefully soon, but Mm -hmm. then it was like real, real. Yeah. You felt it then? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I went back for, for graduation recently mm-hmm. yeah it is special <laughs> I agree because yeah I feel like yeah. we've been able to maintain the friendship um, mm-hmm. yeah I feel like sometimes I don't know like I think back to it I'm just like how did we I mean I think we just like each other for sure like we <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> Chemistry. We liked our awesomeness. Yeah, we saw our awesomeness yeah. in one another, and we're just like, yeah, she's a, she's a badass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think we like each other. That's how we've we've worked to kind of maintain each other. But I feel like it is easy to just kind of fall out, like after with distance mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. when you're transitioning, and yeah, which I feel like also speaks to a little bit of like. Um, well, actually, like maybe it's a little bit like separate because I think about our title of our podcast, like all my friends are doctors, Bec- and it's it's because like because we've been in this like 
higher education for so long, like they tend to, you tend to foster friendships with people who are similarly going through things. So it's like, that's how <laughs> we became to have like friends that are doctors, you know, like that, like, mm. so, so yeah. It wasn't and I, and I like we like were purposely your... trying to find friends who were doctors. They just so happened to be on this mm-hmm. doctoral journey or be doctors already. Yeah, because it's a significant part of our life, I feel. It's not the whole part, for sure, but, yeah, I think, like, I saw something on Instagram, like, someone was, like, said something, like, this was a significant, like, part of my life, like, higher education, pursuing, like, a PhD, and that's how I would, I would say it, too, there was a lot of, Mm. it has been a significant part of my life, so it makes sense that my friends are, like, doctors, but it's also a sense of just, like, I really feel like I've formed a community of just like badass scholars who in some ways like have felt like excluded from like the big academia from like Mm -hmm. but it's where I've like really found strength to like continue going so yeah love it well I don't know is there anything else to say about peer mentorship find it Step one. <laughs> find it. Find one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe it will just find you. Like, honestly, like, I wasn't like, where's Giovanna? Where's my peer mentor? <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I think that's the beautiful thing about life. It's just like, you know, you just never know what's going to come knocking on your door and what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the best part of like a peer mentorship slash friendship is just the the realness that comes with it just the the way that we talked about like we take care of each other in holistic ways of just like we know that academia is a major part of what we're navigating but we're also human and are navigating like relationships interpersonal relationships outside academia as well so we take care of each other like fully um Mm -hmm. as a person who's also going through academia you know that's like my favorite part so and if you ever find like part of like it's in the word peer mentorship. We are peers, okay? Like nobody should be on top of each other. Um, those are not peer mentorship. That's another like manifestation of a fucking faculty advisorship. Like that's not what we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I got about peer mentorship and our love story. <laughs> our love story. <laughs> thanks for listening catch you on the next one and oh as we always say ruby oh my gosh did we say anything controversial today just love but i think well we did at the beginning (laughs) i said what i said (laughs) yeah just don't come for us yeah you tell your story on your podcast (laughs) okay bye bye